And we're live. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast. Here we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin Creed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. So today we're going to take a deep dive into politics. And we're going to discuss... A, we're going to talk about Trump's town hall in New Hampshire, I believe it was. Yeah, there it is, in New Hampshire. And the uh, so-called fact check going on by CNN. That'll be interesting. We're going to talk about the political spectrum. But the main overall topic is, when it comes to being a conservative, are you a Puritan or a pragmatist? Now you may be asking, what the hell does that mean? Well, that's a great question. Stick around and and you'll find out. We're going to hop in. Before, before we hop into the show, for those of you who are new, welcome to the show. Second, I ask a lot of questions throughout the entire show. And you're more than welcome to reply to these questions by hitting me up on Twitter, at Austin Creed. And you're more than welcome to submit those, any suggestions, critiques, or anything else you have. In the, and if you do go to Twitter and you find me, you'll find a link to the website for this podcast like the mothership website and there will be a donate button in the little right hand corner which will take you to the patreon page and if you donate over there every dollar will go to the show i'm working i'm really working on getting new content out there for the new for the members so don't worry that is on the horizon i'm also working on getting video so that we can you can see my lovely face on youtube as well as listen to it on Spotify or wherever else you're finding the podcast. So, without further ado, I'm going to roll the intro to the show and we're going to get started. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, of the Sheep Get Sheer podcast. So like I said, the overall, we'll get to the Trump um, news in a little bit. We'll also touch on the political spectrum. However, my first question to you, the audience of the Sheep Get Sheared podcast, is this. If you are a conservative listening to the show right now, my question is simple. Are you a Puritan or a pragmatist? Now, a Puritan is someone who's very idealistic. They're very, look, if someone is running as a candidate and they don't fit X, Y, or Z, then they're not getting my vote, or I'm not going to vote at all. I'd rather not vote at all than vote for the wrong person. And then you have the pragmatist who's like, hey, you know what? I understand that by and large, government, the whole two-party system is just a fraud, and the American people are by and large just getting screwed or sheared the sheep gets sheared no matter whether they're no matter which wolf is doing it whether it be the blue wolf or the red wolf by and large you're the one getting sheared shaken down for your money and taxed to death however my question still remains are you more of a realist or a pragmatist or are you more of an idealist being a a puritan conservative because all you eddies and ediths out there yes the the average everyday american the one whose great-grandfather or grandfather fought, potentially died in World War II. They fought in Vietnam. They fought in Korea. They took, they shut down their, their hoes and their tractors 
and they went out and they went to war to save the country. That's who I'm talking about. They're great, whether you're a grandson, great-grandson, or whoever you are out there, or son, daughter of these Eddies and Ethis out there, you know who you are. You are the backbone of this country, and it makes me sick that I see every day of the week these liars in the media, in the political spe- in the political arena, they're out here just lying to you every step of the way and pretending like they don't need you or that, oh, I'm so above it. I am so important. Or you have people like Occasional Cortex. You know her as AOC. I will never use that name. Never. Never. You know why? Because I want you to look back. Who gets those kind of titles in American history? People who get those are presidents. Unless you're a Kennedy. But even then, they're, they are seals of the presidency. So why do you think they have or have that? Eh? Why do you think that so-called AOC, I call her occasional cortex. I think it's a lot more fitting because her brain only works half the time. The other half is just there to spit out communism and be a mouthpiece for Bernie Sanders, the single worst traitor to this country besides Benedict Arnold, in my opinion. The worst, the biggest lowlife in politics is him. Now, you Eddies and Ediths out there, you who love America, who are the silent majority, you're not one of the, you're not part of the woke mob, you're not part of the crazy, you're not part of any so-called militia group, or even if you are, I don't care what you're doing. As long as you're not breaking the law, I don't care what you're doing. But you know who you are. You, the backbone. You're not out here. You are silent. You listen to people talking about politics. And when someone disagrees with you, you're not out here saying... You what? You, you're out there saying... You're not out here saying... Oh, you are not out here when someone says something, you're not like... Wrong. You just keep your mouth shut and you keep it moving. Because you don't want to... D- engage with the crazy mobs you don't want to deal with these npc oxygen thieves out here you don't want to deal with these people who have 14 nose rings nipple rings toe rings septum rings you name it everything i know who they are they have more they have more colors in their hair than the rainbow does and yet they're out here acting twinkle twinkling around saying i'm free i'm free i'm free george orwell was right george orwell said that the more I hear people talking about, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free, the more I hear their chains rattling. Yeah. He had the right idea. I want to bring up some statistics for everybody today. Uh, now, this is according to the White House. Yes, I know. The bastion of totally unbiased information. They would never lie to us, right? But we're going to go into it anyway. You ready for this one now? Here's what they say. They say, in our primary analysis, we estimate that 400 of the wealthiest families in America paid an average income tax rate of 8.2% on $1.8 trillion of income over the period of 2010 to 2018. Now, I want to pause right there. That is more money than pretty much anybody else in the country. Excuse me. Look, they, that just means they're smart with their money. 
And let's not pretend for one damn second that these same 400 wealthiest families, how much money do you think they pay into the Democrat machine? How much money do you think they kick back to the Democrat party? How much of that do you think they funnel, whether it be through super PACs, uh, direct funding, uh, campaigning? Uh, how much do you think they spend on campaigns to get these people in office? Uh, it's, just a, it's a genuine question. I want to know the answer. Because it's ridiculous to me. They talk about, oh, we're going to raise the taxes on the wealthiest people in the country. Oh, you mean the people who pay for your campaign? And whenever the time comes to raise the taxes on them, they say, Carry on. They don't do anything. They just start hemming and hawing. Well, we were going to, but then, uh, oh, look, there's a there's a drone strike. Oh, oh, look, the economy is going nuts. Oh, look over there. Look, They try to just distract you with anything they can find. Oh, look, Trump's back in the news. Yeah, uh-huh. You see, what you, for those of you who pay attention to these things, you notice these trends. These trends of, oh, um, oh God, I, I had to take accountability? Oh, God. Oh, oh hey, 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 Mike, Mike, yeah, you over there. Oh, hey, can we come up with something to, just to really screw these? Oh, yeah, oh, yes, Mr. President. Um, yes, we can, we can find a, uh, some, something to distract them, sir. Oh, yes, yes, that's very good. Thank you very much. Oh, uh... Hello, I'm about to hold my press conference, and oh, look, news right over there. Don't look at the scandal behind me. Look over there. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's exactly what we have to deal with every single day. When the accountability is about to come down the pipe, and they're actually about to have to answer for the things they say, the media, instead of holding them accountable, says, Carry on. They don't listen. They're, the watchdogs of the media have become the lapdogs. They're not standing up for you. They're not trying to be transparent. They're just trying to sit there and listen to what their corporate boss in the back room is saying. And he probably got it from the White House, in, in my opinion. Or he got it from the Pentagon, in my opinion. I'm sick of it. And I know you're sick of it too. The numbers on the show recently have been nuts. Because I'm willing to say the things people aren't willing to talk about. How many people do you hear actually talk about this, especially in the mainstream media? People will talk about this. Commentators on the right will talk about these things every once in a while. But they're so busy with attacking the LGBTQ crowd, talking about Dylan Mulvaney, talking about Bud Light and the boycotting. I mean, yes, yes, it's important. Yes, but it's done already. Who's talking about the fact that the White House is raising taxes on the middle class while they're saying that we're going to raise taxes on the millionaires and billionaires. The millionaires and billionaires. As a Bernie Sanders, that schmuck, that rat mook bum, talks about every day of the week. The millionaires and billionaires. You notice? Like, look, do you ever notice that Bernie Sanders, he used to talk about, oh, we're going to talk to rich, uh, get the uh, millionaires and billionaires. You ever notice he doesn't talk about millionaires anymore, just billionaires? You know why that is? It's because he's a millionaire. Dang it. When the hell are you going to wake up? He is a millionaire now. Why do you think he's not talking about the millionaires anymore? Just the billionaires. All the while, you think he's just some kindly, nice old, frail man. While he's laughing all the way to the bank. He's laughing. He and his wife are laughing all the way to the bank saying, Thank you for being 
Yep. But, but I digress. Let's get back to it. I mentioned the media a second ago. Let's get to this fact check from CNN on Trump's town hall in New Hampshire. Now, for those of you who go to CNN for facts, that's on the same level as going to a Mexican restaurant and asking for El Hot Doggo. But we're going to jump into this anyway, because I need some comedy in my life, for God's sakes. Looking at the news could drive you insane. I'm sick of all of it, but I do it anyway, because I love y'all, and I'm glad you listen to the show. <clears throat> and as much as I hate it, I have a problem. All right. <clears throat> this is according to CNN Politics. They say, um, CNN hosted a town hall for the 2024 Republican presidential candidate and former president, Mr. Donald Trump. Uh, oh, here it is. Fact-checking. Uh, they said, just minutes after the town hall began, Trump claimed that the 2020 election was rigged. Okay, first of all, why would CNN host this kind of an event for him? Is anybody asking anybody else asking that question? Why in the world would CNN or Jeff Zucker, the uh, the guy behind CNN pulling the strings, why would he host this thing for Donald Trump? Meanwhile, their entire network evolves around them taking cheap shots and slandering Trump. In my opinion, they know why they did it. They they realize. Well, we can't cover the Ukraine war because we're getting exposed. We can't cover, uh, we can't really cover Biden because we can only carry water for him and people might catch on to us at some point who are so dumb already, they still might catch on. So we're going to talk about Donald Trump because apparently that's a good idea. Look, here, he, okay, here's what they say about the election being rigged. Y'all ready for this? I know you're thirsting for it. As soon as I say Trump, your ears prick up. Ooh, Trump. Ooh, what did Trump say? So, I, I, I hope you're all ready. I hope you're all ready for this. Hey, look. Here it is. They talked about the rigged election. Here's what they say. They say facts first, as if, like I said, if you're going to CNN to get facts, you might as well go down to your local Mexican restaurant and ask for El Hot Doggo. Because that's the level you're on. But here's what it says. They say, this is Trump's regular lie. He lost the 2020 election to Biden fair and square. Mmm. Mmm. He lost it in fair and square, did he? No. Wrong. Uh, <clears throat> they say, he lost 306 to 232 in the Electoral College. Biden earned more than 7 million more votes. Oh, my. Oh, my. Trump's own campaign and senior officials in his administration found no evidence. Look at the hyper quote. Let me guess to another CNN article. Oh, what a shock. This sends us, this is, this uh, no evidence is hyperlinked. Sends you to a fact check Trump's official testimony debunking his election lies. Hmm. Uh, objective journalism, everybody. Uh, this is this is what passes for objective journalism, by the way. Um, first of all, I want to propose a question, okay? Um, if the system is broken, and the system is flawed, do you really expect people to trust the system to check the system? 
so you want the system that people are saying is broken to check the the system itself. Ooh, you suck. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then let's get to the next one. Voter ID. They say that Trump said, I hope we're going to have very honest elections and we need voter ID. I agree with you, Mr. President. Uh, here's what they say. Oh, this is misleading. At best for Trump to claim that voter ID does not currently exist. Uh, it doesn't. Because if it did, you would say he was a liar considering later on you say, this is false. This is false. This is false. Uh, then why are you saying this is misleading? Uh, that means he's right, and you don't want to admit he's right. So you're going to be like, oh, oh, damn it, he actually said something that's right. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Well, we're going to say it's misleading. We're not going to say it's wrong because people are going to call us a liar. So instead, what we're going to do is we're going to say he's only half right, but he's still half wrong. So therefore, we're going to focus on the part where he's half wrong. Um... And this is why no one reads or watches CNN unless they're making content mocking you like I am. This is why your numbers are going down and my show numbers are going up. Uh, let's look at this. They say it's misleading. No, it's not misleading. Even They even admit later on that it is true. Most Democrats have been strictly against voter ID in the past. But, but on grounds that these laws could disenfranchise voters who may or may not have access to necessary identification, not in order to illegally obtain votes. Are you, imp are you implying... Okay, they use these, this term disenfranchised voters. What they mean are black people and Hispanic people. Look, look, I have a blunt gene, okay? I know what this is. I know what they're saying. They're using political double talk what they really mean is they think that blacks and Hispanics are too stupid to go get a boat, to go get their DMV license and give it to some lady in sneakers and tennis shoes who's probably 65 and not even going to check their ID anyway. That's what they're talking about. They're not saying, oh, well, we just want to, you know, we think that the system is so fair that we don't even need it. No, they're saying that they think that blacks and Hispanics are too stupid to bring their ID to go vote. That's what they're saying. They think you're so stupid that you're not even going to show up with the right paperwork. That's what they're saying. I also want to bring up another point. Uh, one of the heroes for these leftist commies, Joseph Stalin, he said that it doesn't matter who casts the votes. What matters is who counts the votes. It all goes back to the system. If you don't trust the system, are you really going to trust the system to verify itself? Bro, what kind of sense does this make? It's so stupid. Oh, and look at this. They said, Republicans have wielded this fact against Democratic position takers on voter ID to paint Democrats as complicit in election fraud. Huh, I wonder why they would do that. It's almost like they're pointing out that you're against another way to ensure that elections are actually being voted on by registered voters and not illegal aliens. They say despite the fact that voter fraud is exceedingly rare, how can you say that? How can you say that voter fraud is exceedingly rare? How? How can you say that?
Last time I checked, the illegal aliens were out of control. Last time I checked, the southern border pretty much doesn't exist. In fact, I guarantee you at some point, someone's going to have the balls to draw North America with no border between Mexico and the United States. Because there pretty much isn't one already. Just look at what happened in El Paso the other day. There are people sleeping in the streets getting run over by cars because there's so many people crossing the border. But but if I say that with enthusiasm, people are going to get scared and they're going to turn off the show because a man showing masculinity, well, that's just some backwoods garbage. We don't want that. Now, I'm going to try to read the next line with very careful care and and very calmly, and I'm not going to explode now. No, no, no. I'm going to be very calm, and I'm I'm going to sound like I'm going to sound like Mr. Milk Toast, and I'm going to sound like this. Bueller. Bueller. So let's get back to the article, shall we? They say that voter fraud is exceedingly rare, and that even states that don't require ID have other methods to prevent fraud, like signature checks. Oh. Oh, you mean they, they check to see if the person signed it? Oh, that's that's very nice. So you mean someone can't just, you know, take my form and put my name down and say that they're me and they have no picture, they have no voter, no no license, no social security card, nothing? Mm. Wow, what a foolproof method that is. You see, this is, this is what passes for fact-checking at CNN. This is what passes for a goddamn fact-check. It's a bunch of hogwash, half-truths, and hyperbole. This is what passes for a fact-check. You hear this? And they, want, and they wonder why they don't trust the fact-checking. Because fact-checking is the government line. You can quote me on that. Fact-checking is merely the government line. In my opinion. And it's disgusting. Oh god, they bring up January 6th. Oh no, 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 no. We're not talking about January 6th. Uh, shout out to Tucker Carlson. He already covered this in extensive detail. And I'm not getting into this kabuki bullcrap. I personally think it was more of a Reichstag fire operation. However, I digress. Uh, let's get into gas prices, shall we? Trump talked about gas prices and pointing out that they were higher. They were higher under Biden than they were under him. And yet again, guess what they say? They don't say, well, this is verifiably false because of X, Y, and Z, or, oh, this is, this is actually true. No, they say Trump's claims are misleading, which, are the, which again means he is right. But they can't admit that because then guess what? They have to get off of Biden's lap because, you know, he likes people, you know, jumping on his leg. You know, he, he he's weird like that. So they can't admit that Biden is wrong. They, they can't admit that the almighty, insightful Joe Biden, who can barely walk down a staircase or finish a sentence with any semblance of literacy, is wrong. Absolutely not. They can't do that. They can't t- tell you the guy that said that if you have a problem between d- deciding whether you're for him or Trump, then you're not black. They're not talking about that. No, no, they, they wouldn't ca- They wouldn't paint him in a bad light. After all, apparently you're only black if you're a leftist. Otherwise, they don't care about you. You're only a minority if you're a leftist. Otherwise, they don't care about you, in my opinion. 
But you see, this is what this is what passes for a fact check. Now, look, let's get down to the political spectrum. I want to ask you something. <clears throat> First, oh, two questions. First question is, do you think that CNN is actual anything besides fake news? Or half-truths, hyperbole, and propaganda? Second question, how would you draw the political spectrum? Where would you put... The, where would you put individual groups, ideologies, etc. on the political spectrum? Well, I'll read you a couple. Oh, God. What is this? Are you kidding me? Okay. Oh, my land. Alright, here it is. They're saying that socialism is right-wing... Wait, no, no, no. They're saying liberalism is left-wing. That is true. Socialism, left-wing. That is true. Communism, left-wing. True. But Nazism is right-wing? You just said that socialism is left-wing. Nazi stands for National Socialism. And yet, that's on the right? And you just said that... Who wrote this? What kind of know-nothing mook bum wrote this? What kind of fugazi... Who wrote this bullcrap? What is this? What the crap? Who, who wrote this garbage? Ladies and gentlemen, someone wants to find hell as a place where there is no reason. And this person just dragged me into hell. This is disgusting. Get this off my screen. Let's find another one. Oh, here's one on Twitter. The true political spectrum. They have Nazis left-wing, far left. I would agree with that. Uh, communism. I would agree with that. Islam. Far left. That's interesting. I, I would largely agree with that. They say social death. Well, yeah, I'd agree with that too. Uh, they have libertarians as more right-wing. Well, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, anarchy. Here's my question. I've seen I, I've seen two different spectrums now. They had the first one that I told you was written by some illiterate mook bum schmuck said that anarchy is far left. Uh, this one says that it's far right. Here's my question. What do you think? If you're a Puritan or a pragmatic conservative, maybe you're a liberal, whatever you whatever you call yourself, where would you put anarchy or anarchism on the political spectrum? I would put it on the far right. Because you have absolute freedom, then you have the absolute freedom that requires anarchy. Because it takes government down and basically destroys it. What is this? Oh my land. People got some weird stuff going on. My my god. Alright, let's look at this. Okay, here's another one. Amount of government power. The true political spectrum. This is on Cura. They say, zero power. Anarchy. Alright, well, yeah, that's pretty apparent. Uh, Republic is about... Mm, 
They say the rule of law, following the Constitution. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Democracy is right in the middle. Oligarchy is about 75%. And then monarchy or Nazism or communism is on the far 100% totalitarian level regime. I'd agree with that. Would you agree with that, ladies and gentlemen, of the Sheep Kids Sheer podcast? Would you agree with that? Personally, look, I know people say that we are a democracy in America. First of all, uh, we're not. That's number one. Number two, we're actually a reputative republic. And Aristotle once said that republics devolve into democracies, and then democracies devolve into despotism. I would argue he is 100% correct with that. Because if you look at where we're going in society... We're really not that far away from... We're not that far away from total destruction. Because the suicidal leftist fanatics would rather have us brain and having our throats cut or being... They would rather import people, whether it be radical Islamists who would kill them. You know what? I don't understand. I want to ask you something. Do you as conservatives laugh at these goofballs like I do? Or does it depress you? Or do you just check out completely because you're done with it? And it, you just can't take it anymore? I, I'm i going to plead with you right now. You Eddies and Ethis out there who love America. Who are sick of it being bastardized, destroyed, taken apart and uprooted by these commie pinko freak shows on the left. Now here's my question to you. No, 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 no. Forget the question. I want to challenge. I challenge you. Do not give up. Do not sit out this coming election. Do not sit back and let things go to crap because you can stop this. If every single Eddie and Edith out there, the silent majority, if they were to rise up and say we've had enough of this garbage, we're sick and tired of you stealing our taxes, we're sick and tired of you pushing this LGBTQ garbage on our kids, we're sick and tired of you taxing us to death to pay for freak shows and illegal aliens and, and universal health care. And we're sick of it. They would, ha- they would have to respond to you. That's what the Tea Party people tried to do before the Republican Party spit on them and told them to go to hell. So don't think I only attacked the, the left wing, the Democrats. Republicans are equally as to blame for this garbage. They don't stand up. I hope to God that we get some people with guts in office. People like Mar- uh, Marjorie Green Taylor. Shout out to her. She's amazing, by the way. And we need more people like her and less people like Occasional Cortex and less people like Nancy Pelosi, that, that disgusting witch on Pacific Heights. We need less of that. We need general patent, not general bullshit. And I'm sick of it. Are you active politically? You Puritans or pragmatic or pragmatic conservatives out there? Are you politically active or are you just sitting back and watching the world burn around you, acting like Nero playing his flute? Because you realize that the world's about to burn and you feel like you can do nothing about it. You're 100% wrong, by the way. I refuse to accept that. You can call me out of touch if you wish. You're probably not wrong. I just refuse to accept it. 
Because as long as I have breath in my lungs, I am not going to sit here. And I, as sure as I'm sitting here, I am not going to let these people destroy what my grandfather fought for in the Navy. I'm not going to lose what my ancestors fought to preserve. They didn't live through this garb. We didn't, they didn't survive being treated like dogs. They didn't, des they didn't live through being treated like crap. I did not live and exist through millions of years of evolution to have these pinko freak shows destroy it. <sighs> but here's what I will tell you, my friends. As much passion as I have, I can't do it by myself. As much as I wish I could sometimes. I need you to help. I need you to speak out. I'm only one voice in the wilderness. I wish I could do more, and I will do them the best I can. I can't do it without you. I can't do it without your help. And if you want to help, you can find me on Twitter, at Aussie Creed. You can find me there and help contribute to the community, help build the show, help me reach more people, give me suggestions, criticisms, critiques, love, hate, comments, whatever you want. Because I want to grow this show, and I want to get this voice out on there because let me tell you something I know I'm not alone I know you're listening and I know you've had enough but ladies and gentlemen that is the end of the show until next time God bless you God bless your family and God bless these wonderful United States of America we are out of here have a fantastic evening or the rest of your day